0: Welcome to No Apology with the Bible Idiots. We're Chris and Emily Danielson. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today. It's Tuesday, and once again, we're going to be laughing louder, digging deeper, living larger. I think I just smacked my lips just then. Did you hear that?
1: I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And we're going to pretend we're live, uh, because we don't have time and no margin in our life this week, because it's PBS week,
0: Yeah, we
1: can't go back and re-record any of this stuff, because uh, well, the church is full of children, and Emily's on snack duty, and all kinds of fun things are happening. But here's how the show usually works on No Apology with the Bible Idiots. Monday is Emily's day to bring the content, and yesterday she brought the whole thing about birthing units, or what was it called? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> birthing persons. Oh,
1: birthing persons instead yes. of mothers, even in our American uh legislative uh bills that are being written now. And I'm telling you, God takes that seriously. Yep. When when leaders are are doing evil things, and that's that's evil, folks. Yeah, I mean it is. whoever you're trying to appease, they're A, probably not gonna be appeased and still be angry anyway, yeah. and B, you've insulted so many other people. Tuesdays is my responsibility. I have to bring the content. I try to be the Bible idiot and bring the biblical scripture to every single podcast. But Wednesdays is long-form teaching. Thursdays is Devotion in Motion, where one of us will bring the devotion, and Friday is a recap of whatever's going on in the world, along with Mailbag, where you can write us and we'll answer your questions, and or uh, we'd love to just talk about your feedback on the show on Friday. To do that, you need to go to the upper left-hand corner on BibleIdiots.com. You'll see an email address there that comes directly to me, and Emily and I read all of them together. We do.
0: Thank you to everyone who has reached out with us with comments and questions. We really do appreciate it that is wind in our sail yeah. to keep us going each and every day so because
1: yesterday's podcast i had a little bit to say about the lgbtq uh, <laughs> <Elphabet> Rstubb, <people>. <laughs> uh <laughs> the are, alphabet people yeah you know basically anybody who wants to walk in darkness and have a considered light they throw their they throw their hat in that ring yeah and here's the reality and I want to just have this mature conversation for just five minutes so that we can all understand what I said because if you had a problem with Monday's broadcast please that email address is for you we'd love to love to have some dialogue with you here's the reality Romans chapter 1, the last verse, even talks about a delusion coming on people who cheer on that kind of behavior. Right. If you've been born with it, which again, that goes back to um, medical research projects, which we, Emily and I, actually studied back in the 90s and into the 2000s as they continued to use this propaganda, I was born with it. Well, guess what? I was born with a lot of sin in my life too. That's why we need to be born born again. You have the suppression of the LGBTQ community of people who have actually come out of that lifestyle. They've been redeemed through the blood of Jesus Christ and come out of that lifestyle, and they can tell you they testify, not me, they testify to the fact that this is sinful behavior, and they were caught up in this dark life, and they've been set free, and they are much more happier about it. Plus, then you get into sexual deviancy. Emily, in 2008 and 2009, uh, when Obama was elected and he first implemented Pride Month, Emily was the one that said this will eventually lead into pedophilia being a commonplace. And, and now, we, that, yeah. now we are in that push right now. The last two years, you've seen a big push to normalize pedophilia.
0: Because once you step outside of what God has said then it's just up to the whims of every man. And and it's boundless. There's no no more border, there's no more rail, there's no more guidelines to hold you in to say, don't cross this, because it's just what you think or what I think. So once you've stepped outside of what God has said, uh, all bets are off.
1: First thing that we had to experience, we're gonna do a little history here. The first thing that we experienced as Christians was in 2005, we were out on the Bering Sea in Alaska, and we were doing a little ministry in the village of Naknek and King Salmon, Alaska. Only one highway, 12 miles, and there was only one bank, and that bank was Wells Fargo. And at that time, Wells Fargo came out with a pro-gay, pro-rainbow uh, flag kind of kind of event that got the national attention. Uh, including James Dobson from Focus on the Family. And I remember Dobson was putting out like a call for boycott, and we couldn't. We had no other option, and I remember it being heartbreaking that we couldn't participate and actually do something tangible to show that we don't want this to be part of mainstream America. Then fast forward to 2009, the first Pride Month under Obama, and there was a movement at a Safeway store near where we did our morning show for Harvey Milk Day. Do you remember Harvey Milk I Day? I do, yeah. Well, the Chris and Emily show stood up against Harvey Milk Day. And, we have, and, and eventually the Safeway stores near where we broadcast in a couple areas actually took the signs down. And they tempered their expe- expectations for that moment. But they kept pushing mm-hmm. forward. So... We also have watched AFR, American Family Association, and American Family Radio boycott Target recently for the transgender bathroom policy. We have not been to a Target in two and a half years, and that's at
0: least a minimum. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't. But the point is, is that Christians are actually trying to do something. Right. But we don't stick together in it. Instead, we get caught up in the world. We get caught up in apathy. We get caught up in the fact that to show love to people, we got to let them do whatever they want. That's not true. No,
0: that's not You love. can
1: still show love. And you need to be born again. Everybody needs to be born again. So I'm going to go to 2 Peter chapter 3, and then I'm just going to let you kind of have the rest of the podcast. Oh, okay? no. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's a lot of pressure Because pleasure. it's Pride
1: Month, and and pride is one of the seven deadly sins. Oh,
0: yeah. Pride the goes rainbow, before a fall. The Hello. rainbow is
1: God's promise. All have been hijacked, and it's just this affront to a holy God. If we are not a complete secular secularized, we hate God society, I don't know what else to call right, it. Right, yeah. And so now is the time for revival, and that means that Christians have to stand up in love and say, no. June is not going to be Pride Month. Not today. Not, not yep. for us. Yep. In Second Peter chapter three, it says, "Dear friends, this is now the second letter I've written to you. In both letters, I want to stir up your sincere understanding by way of reminder, so that you recall the words previously spoken by the holy prophets and the command of our Lord and Savior, giving through your apostles. Above all, be aware of this: scoffers will come in the last days, scoffing." and following their own evil desires, saying, where is his coming that he promised? Ever since our ancestors fell asleep, all things continue as they have been since the beginning of creation. They deliberately overlooked this. By the word of God, the heavens came into being long ago, and the earth was brought about from water and through water. Through these, the world of that time perished when it was flooded. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are stored up for fire being kept for the day of judgment and the destruction of the ungodly. And then it says this, Dear friends, don't overlook this one fact. With the Lord, one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day. If Pride Month doesn't cause the authentic Christian to want to see revival come across the land, to want to see people soundly saved, and to want to see Jesus's return soon, then I'd encourage you to examine yourself to see if you're actually in the faith or are you using the faith for some other fill-in-the-blank, to be in this relationship, to have this business deal, to do whatever it is that your flesh nature is calling you to because the spirit nature wants this revival and they want us to stand firm on the authority of god's word
0: uh god doesn't want you comfortable in your sin and you know what he does he'll use the people around you to make you a little uncomfortable till you start dealing with it and so that is not our job as christians is to go around to sinful people and help them feel more comfortable in their sin That is a cruel thing to do.
1: It's also not our job to go around and to try to convict them of sin and blast them and be some of those stone-throwing Christians I've seen either. There's gotta be a balance. But in that world of trying to balance it out, cheering on and waving a rainbow flag is not for you my christian brothers and sisters it's simply not
0: you're right and and nor is sitting by and doing nothing and just silently letting people walk off into their own destruction i mean if it were really true if heaven was true and and hell was real wouldn't we be you know, trying with everything we had to get people to avoid that destruction? Of course we would. In fact, when you get into God's word, what does God say about what's really a loving, what's love? God defines love. In fact, God is love. Now, if you want to find out what it looks like as a Christian to be a loving person, you got to go to the book of John chapter 14. You read through that and God tells us over and over and over that the obedience to God, that's our, you know, that's our love to God is being obedient to Him. Those who are obedient to Him, He loves. It's a two-way street. Mm -hmm. There's a relationship there. And so we can't just pretend, okay, great, I'm saved, and Mm -hmm. that's okay, and everybody else, they just got to do their own deal. No, 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 no. We want to persuade people of that great love that God has for us. And I've said many, many times, siding with evil will not spare you. Okay, remaining quiet in the face of opposition will not spare you. Waving the flag because you were told to wave the flag or else will not spare you because Satan's plan for his most ardent supporter is the exact same plan that he has for his most staunch opposer, death. Either way, he wants to destroy both. The people that love satan the people that hate satan he wants them both dead okay so siding with this or trying to just make peace with this is not going to spare
1: you the last few verses of second peter chapter three i'm ending with this therefore dear friends since you know this in advance Be on your guard so that you are not led away by the air of lawless people and fall from your own stable position. There's another verse, but before I get to that verse, let me just say, I have watched people fall from their stable position over this rainbow flag more than any other issue of my lifetime. And now it has become so secondary nature that it's in absolutely every advertisement. Every corporation believes that if they wave the rainbow flag, they will attract the masses. And the rest of us, we are just this minor little insignificant group that if they offend us, it really doesn't matter right.
0: anymore. Yeah.
1: And how did we get here? We got here because we just kept making one deal after another with the world, mm-hmm. much like the way we did with Wells Fargo. Yeah. I mean we could have mailed deposits to the back to the lower forty eight. That would have been heartbreakingly difficult. But we made that decision. And so again, everybody has to look themselves in the mirror. And when they do, I would encourage them to go to verse 18, the last verse of Second yeah. Peter chapter three, and said, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. If we're all standing in front of Jesus in fifteen minutes, What argument do you really want to be making?
0: Exactly. That's
1: going to do it for us. On behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Get into the Word of God today. Help us out financially. We're just getting going with this ministry, and now's the time. We need to grow it. We we just can't afford to do it uh, in our own strength, so we need your help. Bibleidiots.com, a gift of any amount right now. So what did I say? Did I already say... Should I redo it again? On behalf of my best friend of my family, my name is Chris. Get in the <laughs> word of God today and go and serve your king.